Anytime a guy falls off and feels like shit, I already know what happened. I can predict it. Everyone knows what happened. You stopped doing your routine. You stopped going to the gym. You stopped following your mat. You stopped waking up at your wake up time. You stopped journaling. Whatever your morning routine is, you stopped doing that. And then now you feel lost. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rising Father podcast. I'm Chris Rodek. I've got Joe Galanti with me. He's been a member of our Men of Fire program for, I don't know, like 10, 11 months now. He's one of our OGs. He's had a massive transformation. And this was his idea. He said, hey, man, you should start interviewing guys that are in your actual program. And I said, great. How about you? Um, and then we, I said, how about in like three days from now? So he's on. Welcome, Joe. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, you and, bet, yeah, man. I, I, I had a feeling that you were going to ask me to jump on first. Yeah, why not? You're you're the you know one of the OGs of our program. So talk to me, man. What give me? Because I want there's a ton of guys that listen to this and a ton of fathers and you know a lot of them are in a situation where they're they're like you, how you were before you began. Um, so just give us like a basic situation, a rundown of what life was like before you joined us and all that good stuff. Yeah. So before I joined, I was a dad that just spent most of his time on the couch when he was at home. A lot of my evenings consisted of drinking and just being real lazy. Um, and uh, yeah, so at start of 2023, I made it, I knew I had to make a change in my life. Um, and I came across your feed on, on Instagram and it sort of kicked off from there. Yeah. And there was a little bit of resistance first in joining us, right? Definitely was. Definitely was. Um, there's always that fear, you know, when, you, when you're living a life of not taking risks and playing it safe and staying in your comfort zone, <clears throat> there's always that fear of trying something new. And I was a different person back then. So it was definitely a lot of resistance. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, what kept you has, well, I guess, how long did you kind of go back and forth and think about joining us? It was, it was about two months. It was about two months. I, I, I think we made contact for the first time in January and I started mm -hmm. in March. Yeah. Wow. And I, I remember, um, you know, talking to you and then I remember being at, my daughter's um, take your daughter to it was like a daughter daddy dance or something at my uh, at, our, at my church. And I was there with my daughter. I remember just like getting your text. And I was like, hell yeah, Joe's on board. And I think, it would go, I think we got you signed up that night, like when I like walked into the hallway or something. But ever since then, it's been like ready to go. Massive change is happening up and down roller coaster. And I want to go over all these with you and also go over like the changes that you were making. But first let's, let's keep on digging into, cause you said you're a different man. Like how are you a different man now than before? Like what it's only, it hasn't even been a whole year yet. Oh, I, I embrace challenges. Like when I know, when I know I'm scared to do something or something's getting hard, I, I dig deeper. I go harder. Um, I've, I've embraced a few things uh, like throughout the year um, 
challenging myself in certain areas and when I know it's getting hard is when I know that I need to go harder. What did you do before? Nothing. <laughs> I was literally going to work, coming home on the couch. I thought I was that type of dad that would just, you know, I'm providing for my family. I'm doing enough, mm -hmm. you know? So what changed then? Like, what was it? What was the mindset shift that changed for you? That I'm not going to get any reward or I'm not going to make any progress unless I put the work in. Mm -hmm. that, that was a big realization. Mm -hmm. And what, like, what have you been doing? Like what physically or anyway, what ha have you been doing to forge this, this new you? Like what's been working for you? Um, obviously joining the group and having guys around you that are constantly pushing you, constantly building you up, um, in, 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 in putting in place, um, routines. Yeah. So like yeah. the stuff we do every day, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So first off, let's give some, let's give some background on you as a, just a person. You're what, what country do you live in? I think everyone can tell. <laughs> I'm from Australia. Australia. What do you Melbourne, do for Melbourne, Australia. I have a kitchen business, um, mainly doing insurance work. So kitchen ref refurbishments for, for insurance. Mm -hmm. Okay. So kitchen refurbishments, like uh, contractor work, right? Correct. And you've been trying to build stuff on the side, right? Yes. So I've got, um, I started an affiliate marketing journey. Uh, not long after mm -hmm. I started Rising Fathers, um, mm -hmm. put a lot of work in for eight months, didn't go the way I planned. Um, since then, I've pivoted and uh, started my crypto trading journey again, which was something I attempted uh, in 2021 and mm -hmm. the discipline wasn't there. Um, and it's just something that I sort of fell out of. Yeah. What, what made you, like, why did you stop doing it earlier? No, no discipline. I was, wasn't getting the results I was after and I, and I stopped. I mean, it uh, probably lasted maybe two months, three months. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just lot, chaos of life gets in the way and there was no routine in my life. It was just winging it. What for you has been like the biggest, I guess, tool that you've been using to help get some structure in your life? Like you, you said you're more disciplined now. You've had a massive transformation. Um, and I'll make that the thumbnail. I'll show your when you started versus now, because that's always the most shocking. So I'll have that. So people, people will be able to see like a massive physical transformation you've made. Um, but like, what is the thing that has kept you grounded and able to make these changes? The reason why I started, which is my family, being the best, being the best person I can for them. And that's something that, that, was highlighted to me from through your feed. Like it wasn't something that you, th that I thought about previously. And mm. once your feed started coming up on my Instagram, you start self-reflecting, you start looking at how you're showing up as a father, as a husband, and mm. you realize that you're not, you're not doing the best for yourself and you're not doing the best for them. So th then my family's kept me grounded. 100%. Mm. Have th how things changed with you and your family over the past year? Massively. Massively. My marriage has come leaps and bounds. Um, we were arguing every day. Um, 
and and heavy arguments, screaming at each other in front of the kids, um, mm. and that's that's virtually stopped. Um, so my marriage has come really far, and my relationship with my kids. I mean, I spend every night with them before they go to bed. We're always outside playing. We're always playing around. There's no sitting in front of the TV like it's always family time. Great man. Um, so right now, you know, you're, you're doing the crypto thing. You're, you're working on your side hustle. There's been some bumps in the road along the way over the past. It hasn't been just smooth sailing the entire time. And if you're, you know, you're out there, you're listening, you're like, Hey, I should do something like this. Um, whether it's my program or anyone else's, or you're just like, Hey, I should go to the gym. Like you're going to have bumps in the road. You're gonna have resistance. You're gonna have some obstacles come and try to try to knock you down. What, can you describe a few of those times when you were kind of like knocked down a little bit? Definitely. Um, so the first time was, I think it was about halfway through. It was a big, big hurdle for me. Um, mm. It was, so I put all these changes in life. I had this new morning routine. I had this new structure and that became routine. So that was, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it was just a part of my life. And um, I sort of hit this plateau um, and I started becoming complacent. So everything, this, this, this new routine was just, it was normal for me and I felt stuck at a point mm. and that brought in complacency, um, which I sort of started slipping away. That was the first one. The second one was over Christmas. Um, it was after I didn't get the results I was after in my first side hustle. Um, mm. And I sort of beat myself up over it because I put so much work into it and I was expecting results. I didn't get the results I was after. And that fear, that fear of failure kicked in um, and that self doubt. And I sort of slipped back into my old ways. Um, and that, that was a big, that was a big hurdle. That was much bigger than the, the mid, the midway one. Mm-hmm. And what got you back on track? I, I, I didn't want to go back to what I was. I mean, I'd come so far, I'd made so much progress, um, at home, in my business, in life, in my health. And I was started, I was drinking every day. I was. I went back to what I was prior to starting the program and I didn't want to go so, back to that person. So what were the, before you started the program, you mentioned a couple of things, but, and this is good because like, I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. We all have got our shit that we're dealing with, but it's good for people to hear things that are able to be overcome. Like a lot of times, if you have a drinking problem, you've got a, a porn problem, a drug problem, whatever it is, a rage problem, you think that you're always going to have it. Um, but so if you could be open and honest with me and, and us and just be like, all right, what were the things you were struggling with a year ago that you feel like you've made progress on? Drinking for one. Um, being present with my family was never present. Um, the way I treated my wife, anger wise, um, the way I treated her in front of our kids. Um, and that probably went both ways. We, we weren't mm. on the same page. I'd say they're the, they're the main ones. Yeah. Laziness. What, 
Okay. What has changed for your like? Let's to go through. Let's go through that. Like being present for your kids. What are you doing differently now? Implementing the program. So I mean, it's a big thing. Transitioning our day. So mm-hmm. p- prior to starting, obviously, I run my own business. I used to bring work home with me. So I'd do the physical work through the day and then the emails, all that sort of stuff would come when I get home and I'll be fixated on my phone, phone calls, all that sort of stuff, setting up for the next day or the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's, it's done either in the morning or at night when everybody goes to bed. The workday finishes at the end of the workday and once we're mm-hmm. home, we're home. Phone goes away. And it's only only answer calls if if they need to be answered. That's hard to do. I mean, it's there's so many business owners listening to this, and like if your if your business stops you, you feel like you're going to go homeless. Like it's how you provide for your family. It's terrifying. You got to keep hustling all the time. But and then there's also that like dichotomy of oh my my family's here, so I need to turn off the business. I need to stop providing to be present for my family. And that's that pressure isn't really there whenever you have a nine to five job and you have a salary and like you've got a union and you know that, I don't know, you can just throw, get your, get your fat ass to work and you're still going to get paid. You know, it's, it's different whenever every single dollar you earn comes from the effort you put in. And if you do decide to, to put, lay off the gas just a little bit today, you know, you're not going to make as much money. You're not going to provide as much. It could all slip away. So you have that pressure and then, you know, your son comes home, your daughter comes home, your wife is there and they're like, dad, be present with me. You're like, yeah, but if I let up, all this goes away. So it's, it's hard to um, deal with that. And you talked about some of the strategies you now use to be more present with the stress. You said transitions, like what are transitions? It's switching from each stage of the day. So morning routine, from morning routine to work. From work to home time, home time to night, and then repeat. So just by having that set up in your brain and written down, that can kind of that helps you out through the day, right? One hundred percent. And I can what? I can t- yeah, go ahead. I can tell you personally um, that by doing that, by not engaging so much in my business at home mm-hmm. yeah. after work, it hasn't changed my pro- productivity. It hasn't changed yeah. anything. If anything, I'm more productive. Yeah, definitely. And you could th- you, you can make that excuse because um, other people can make that excuse that you know if I'm not hustling my ass off, I'm going to make less money. But like the way I look at it is, say you're making I don't know ten thousand dollars a month right now, and like and you own a business, you're you want to make double, triple, quadruple that in a couple of years. Like you want your business to continue to grow. So if you can't handle yourself right now at $10,000 a month, how the fuck are you going to handle yourself when you're making $50,000 a month or $100,000 a month? Like you're not going to be able to, if you don't have systems in place to handle yourself right now, you are not going to have any systems in place to handle yourself whenever you're at the vision you have for yourself, whenever you've reached that pinnacle in your brain of, okay, this is where I want my business to be. Like if you can't handle yourself at one-tenth of where your goal is, how are you going to handle yourself whenever you're all the way there? So the having these systems and routines and transitions in place are so necessary now if you ever want to level up what what get, take us through your morning morning routine what is your morning routine so i'm up at i try to get up at 3 a.m most mornings insane it's, 
straight to the gym, um, work out for about an hour and a half, it's home, journal, um, tidy the kitchen if I haven't done it the night before, and then into my side hustle. And then when does your family get up? They're up at about 7 a.m. A lot of the time I've already left for work for the day. Mm. Um, yeah, so they're up at 7 a.m. So you've got a good four hours to yourself before anyone else wakes up. Mm-hmm. And whenever you do, on a day that you just crush your routine, what do you feel like? Amazing. Even with Amazing. less sleep, even after you push, like it's, it's right now it's 5 a.m. for you. When we started this, it was 5 a.m. Right, it's it's one third, it's one o'clock for me, but it's five a.m. for you. Um, and I remember when I asked you what time you, I said, how about one uh, p.m. EST? Like you were like perfect. That's five a.m. for me, and I'll be just I'll feel on fire because I just came from the gym. And I know everyone's listening to that. They're like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? That sounds insane. Sounds insane until you do it. And you can ask any guy in our program. Anytime a guy falls off, and feels like shit. I already know what happened. Um, you know, I can predict it. Everyone knows what happened. You stopped doing your routine. Like you stopped going to the gym. You stopped following your mat. You stopped waking up at your wake up time. You stopped journaling, whatever your morning routine is, you stopped doing that. And then now you feel lost. And I remember feeling like that. Like I remember before I had God, I, whenever I, like a couple of years ago, I remember waking up 30 minutes before I had to get my ass to, to work and just going, feeling sloppy and undisciplined, and I had no plan for the day. But whenever you can get up at that nice early hour, it's just you, and you're just busting your ass, you're building yourself, you've journaled, you've got your head straight for the day, you feel so much different. It's amazing. What did your day, what did your morning used to look like? Wake up, coffee, leave for work. Yeah. <laughs> out the door like looking for my keys looking for my phone yeah. same thing here i remember like my, my keys i couldn't find my keys i couldn't find my wallet it was just it was like a child at some point you know it's it <laughs> pathetic and then but the, still at that like for how undisciplined like we used to be to have to think that we were we deserve to have large goals i think is just silly like, how the hell can we handle having large goals if we can't even handle ourselves? You know, like I, I, in that undisciplined state, I still had large goals for my business and all these other physical things. But if I'm rolling out of bed 30 minutes before work and I don't, I can't even find my goddamn keys in the morning, I don't deserve to have those large goals. Like my large goal should be find your keys in the morning. It's, <laughs> it's, it shouldn't be, you know grow a business it should be like no how about you just get up whenever you say you're going to that's step one forget all these massive goals you have for yourself let's just let's just put our clothes on at the same time in the morning and then we'll go to step two um it's it's amazing how how far ever we've all we've all come so what about the evening what does your evening look like so the evenings are definitely hard at times um but it is put the kids to bed. So after family time and dinner time, it's put the kids to bed. It's come back downstairs. Um, I try to get a stretch in. Um, so a full body stretch. Um, sometimes me and my wife will do a, a bonus workout together. So we'll do a awesome. workout together. Um, 
because she's starting to make changes in her life as well, which is great. Amazing. Um, then how old are you? Give me. How old are you? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. All right. Just want to get get the full picture for everyone here. All right. Keep going. Yeah. Um, so then it's yeah a little uh, workout with my wife, um, and then I will time block the next day. So set out for the Beautiful. next day, and if I've got some time. I'll do a little bit more of my side hustle. Yeah. What, and this is all we were talking about. Like you said, you were, I asked you, where did you improve over the last year? We're still talking under the category of be present. All the things you're describing are help you become more present, like the morning routine, transitions, evening routine, all these things, time blocking, they all help someone be more present. How has just time blocking, or why can you just, you showed me your time blocking sheet this morning. It's beautiful. What is time blocking? And how does that help you be more present? Time blocking is setting out your day um, in, in half an hour blocks or hour blocks, whatever suits you. Um, and it just outlines step by step what you're going to do throughout the day. It makes you more um, efficient because it, it's, it's like writing something down. It's out of your head. And I used to function always everything in my head. It's out yeah. of your head and on paper. So it's something you can see, you visually see it, and it's, yeah, it's, it's out of your head. That's, that's why I, how I think it works. It can be monotonous. Like it can be the same, you're writing down the same thing every single day. Mm -hmm. And when I first started, it was like, well, I couldn't see how this was achieving anything, but it <laughs> just becomes part of your routine. It becomes, if it's something, mm -hmm. if, because it's part of your routine, you're much more efficient, you know? You're doing everything that you've set out to do. And when you, when, you, when you do a list, when you work yourself through a list, there's that rewarding feeling. So that, I think time blocking has a lot to do with that because once you reflect back on your day and you say, yeah, I've done this, I've done that, I've done this, you get that rewarding feeling. And when you know you're working through all that stuff, that's what allows you to be present with your family because you're getting the stuff done that you set out to do. Yeah. It's that alone. If you could learn how to time block, that alone can change your life. And you've done, man, you've the amount of change you've made in the past year, past eight months, 10 months, however long you've been with us, has been like lifetimes of change for some people. I mean, going from drinking a lot to are you stone cold sober or do you occasionally have a drink? Like, what, what's no, the, what's your, I occasionally have a drink. I'm not stone cold sober. I do occasionally have one. Um, I've made a, a point of not to drink to deal with something. Yeah, so perfect. You control perfect, it. Exactly. Perfect example was yesterday. For some reason, I was I was highly anxious, mm -hmm. highly anxious throughout the day at work. Um, and my initial thought was, go home and have a scotch, <laughs> have a whiskey, and and those are the times that I'm making a point not to drink, a hundred percent. And as, I haven't drank whiskey in oh, so long, but it is, I still, I still have that in my head. Like, oh, I, my thing was Buffalo Trace, man. I, I love Buffalo Trace. Like, Buffalo Trace Maker's Mark, so, 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 so good. But you really want that. But here's the thing. Anytime I have, and, I, and I, I'm not stone cold sober either, but, and I will occasionally, like, we're going on a, um, when I take my wife out to like our Valentine's Day date, I'll have a glass of wine or something. I still fit it into my macros. I still plan for it, but in the 
in the past, like that would just like you said, it would be you would take the alcohol not as a planned thing, but as an emotional response. It was, you know, today's stressful for whatever reason, and I need this little pacifier in my mouth to take the stress off. And even if you start doing that occasionally, once you realize that you can take away stress by just having this drink, it's really hard to break that because it's so easy. You know, it's not that expensive. You can get some whiskey or whatever, a couple beers for not a lot of money. And if you can take away your day's stress just by having a little drink, then man, it's, it's very tempting. And I talked to so many guys who say like, yeah, I didn't, you know, started as one or two a week. And then now I'm drinking like a bottle of wine every other day and a bottle of like, it can really, really quickly comes to a life destroying habit um, because of how, how easily it takes away pain temporarily. And then it obviously for a lot of people causes massive destruction later. Like for me now, if I have any alcohol, goddamn, the next day, I'm like farting all night. I'm just a, I'm just disgusting. And face is all exploded and puffy. And I just feel like shit the whole next day. I have a bad workout. It's not even worth it. I don't even know why I do it ever now. Like I'll still have a glass of wine. I'll still occasionally, but I, I always regret it afterwards. I'm turning into an old man. <laughs> It's coming, coming fast. So, yeah, we used alcohol to pacify stress. Now it's like we, we control it, which is the important thing. And like same with our guys in our program. It's not that we never have a piece of cake. It's not that we never do that. It's that it's planned. It's mature. We're adults about it. Um, in the past, you know, if I if we were someone ordered a pizza, I would have fucking five, seven pieces and I would, on my fourth piece, I would think, okay, this is this should be the last one. And then I would have three more pieces of pizza. Whereas now if I'm at a birthday party, I'm, I, beginning of the day, I'm like, all right, all right, I know there's a birthday party coming up. I know we're going to have pizza. I can plan this one or two piece slices into my day and actually plan it and not ruin what I'm, the goals and vision I have for myself. It's, what yeah, else? It's, all about, it's, it's, all about control, it's all about control and all about discipline. And it's all about keeping those promises to yourself. So if you make yes. a conscious decision, I'm going to this event, I'm not going to drink today. You don't drink today because if you do, you, you'll feel it. You'll feel, you'll feel it afterwards. And so it's all about, as I said, it's all about keeping the promises, promises to yourself and the discipline. So that's, so the alcohol has been massive. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember, I specifically remember back whenever we were on our old app, before we came to WhatsApp, I remember you posting a singular picture of a beer in your fridge um and saying like this has been here for three weeks and dude, i was just so damn proud of you um i was like god damn this is actually like we're doing something here i loved it so all right so be present we talked about that and then let's talk about discipline you talked about keeping promises to yourself you said your discipline has improved over the past year dig into that a little bit well obviously the discipline comes from implementing everything we do it takes discipline to, to wake up early, get to the gym, eat right, not uh, attaining to the same habits as I was before. So family functions, um, controlling what I'm eating, um, not drinking when I say I'm not going to drink. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just implementing all the strategies that we do in, in the program um, involves discipline. 
you know, do, doing the same, doing the right thing every day, sticking to your routine. And I think this has to do with keeping the promises to yourself. What did you mean by that? So when I make a conscious decision um, in my head, if I tell myself I need to do this or I'm not going to do this, mm -hmm. need to, we need to stick to it. I need to stick to it because I, I, I notice the difference um, if I don't. The, the the sabotaging thoughts that start coming into my mind, and that's something that's something that I've definitely noticed is I'm able to self reflect. I'm able to identify what's going on, and then reflect on that. Whereas mm -hmm. prior, I wasn't in touch with my emotions. I wasn't in touch with myself. Mm -hmm. So you're doing a lot more of self reflecting, digging in, and trying to be honest with yourself about where you need to step it up. Exactly. Yeah, we do that a lot. It's, oh, that's like every call is where do we need to improve every morning on the rise rocks? What do we have to do to fix to fix ourselves? Um, we're very open and honest about that. Um, awesome, man. How about, um, let's see, you said you talked about treated um, your your wife a little bit, if you don't mind. What? How has that changed? I think the biggest thing is our communication um, and affection. I mean, I've always been an affectionate person, affectionate person. Um, yeah, it's it, the communication is a big one. So being able to talk out, talk through our, our problems, talk through what's going on. Um, and that communication is very important in front of the kids. So if we are having issues, we try to leave it till another time uh, doesn't always happen i mean we still do argue in front of the kids and we still do um do those sorts of things but yeah we try to avoid it in front of the children i guess in front of the kids why does that matter whether you do it in front of your kids or not they need to see their parents in love they need to see what a marriage should look like they need to see how we should communicate you know as people um as they get older, if the more they see whatever they're seeing is how they're going to start acting. So if they see us screaming at each other, they're going to start implementing that as they get older. They're going to start mm -hmm. screaming at us, probably screaming at, this, at each other. Um, it's just about teaching your kids how, mm -hmm. how, they, you know, how you want them to live their life. Mm -hmm. What in the program, because um, there's a lot of people listening who – have thought about scheduling a call. I'm always surprised whenever guys are on calls with me or after they join, they're always like, yeah, I thought about reaching out to you for four months. And I was like, what? Just reach out, man. It's not that, not that scary. You know, they're like, or I was, I was scared to, to set up a call with you. Like, it's, it's not that, it's not, it's not a big deal, man. I don't, I don't bite um, sometimes. But what do you, what about the program? Do you, do you feel like guys struggle with? Like where, where do you see guys slip up? What's the hardest, say you're new to the program. What's, what's a common slip up point? Complacency. You Just get to, to get, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you get to a, a point you've, you know, you've, you've lost a few kilos, you're implementing all these great things and yeah, naturally it's, I deserve to do this or I deserve to do that. I deserve to have a drink. I deserve to eat 
10 slices of pizza. <laughs> and as we said before, once that starts, it can very easily spiral mm-hmm. very easily. So I think complacency is definitely the big one. That's huge for me. That's a big self-sabotage um, part of myself that I've identified and have to battle. It's, and I've talked about that. It's whenever I have a win, I have to push harder or else there is, there's never, I deserved it anything because that, that kills me. Um, okay. So let's say you, you get complacent. What is something then that can further hurt you after you get complacent? So say you get complacent, you spiral and you have a weekend where you just go off the rails. What's something that guys do or guys could do after that, that would further screw them. So I think it comes down to what we spoke about before is that you're keeping promises to yourself. If, if you haven't stuck to what you say, what you said you're going to do, you start negative self-talk and you continue to do your old, your old habits. Mm -hmm. How about like staying in touch with the group versus not staying in touch with the group? Do you feel like that has an impact? hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, it had an impact on me and that was something I always used to say to guys is stay in touch with the group. And as soon as I disconnected from the group over Christmas, which was about three, three to four weeks, you haven't got, I actually stopped reading my messages. I actually stopped reading all the posts and all that sort of stuff because you start feeling guilt. You start hating on yourself and you don't want to see, it makes you feel worse by you know, if you start seeing that sort of stuff, it can start making you feel worse. So you disconnect and then you've got nothing to fall back on. Whereas mm-hmm. if you stay in touch with the group, um, guys are inspiring you. They're, they're doing great things. And the more you, you, you it, it pushes you, it pushes you to do better, you know? Mm-hmm. So what, what, what made you like you, you took a couple of weeks where you kind of like spiraled a little bit because you were down from your, your business, you got negative and you you shared about, you came onto a call and you told this to everyone. Like what caused you to, to jump back in and be like, all right, enough of this bullshit. I need to get back into it. I set so many goals. I set a lot of goals for myself. Um, and I knew that if I didn't, I wasn't going to achieve it. You know, I wasn't going to achieve these things that I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. Um, It it was just, it was just not wanting to go back to where where I was, you know, I I remember why I started and just started putting the action back in, started getting back to what I was doing and yeah. How, how do you feel differently? Like what, explain the, what the different emotions and feelings are now versus like over Christmas, whenever you're out of it or before you started. You feel alive. Like you're getting, you're doing what you want to, you're doing what you say you're going to do. So when, when you're, when you're doing things, when you're doing these things, you feel, you feel great. You feel good about yourself and you're able to do more. Um, over Christmas, again, I was doing nothing. I was lazy. I was on the couch you start and it starts becoming internal and you know, the same way you, the more you, the more you do good things, you're able to progress. The more you do the shit, the more you fall backwards. Yeah. So it's kind of like snowballs. 
It's all about momentum. Mm -hmm. And it can go either way. Do you feel like you have momentum right now? 100%. I am... It's one thing that really hit me over Christmas mm-hmm. and I did a lot of self-reflecting was I didn't get to where I wanted to get to um, in, in, in a number of areas. And um, I knew that I didn't get there because I probably didn't put in as much as I could have. I didn't give it a hundred percent, you know, and that was a decision that I made that I'm going to give it everything. I'm definitely going to, I've got to give it everything because at least if I don't get there, I know that I gave it my all, you know? Yeah. You're in your thirties. It's go time. hundred percent. And is it okay that you had some setbacks and obstacles and resistance and you pivoted? It's definitely okay. If anything, I'd see it as a blessing because it made made me realize, it made me realize um, exactly what I want um, and that I need to put the work in to get there. So it was, it was a good, yeah, I took it as a positive. So talk, let's talk about failure. Okay. Cause you could, during Christmas, you might have thought, man, I'm failing right now. You said you said it was a blessing. You dig into that more. Well, how is how are is a failure a blessing, and how can someone? How did you and how can someone pivot during that type of time? Um, failure. How is failure a blessing? Failure is a blessing because you can. It, I guess it, it, it tests you. Right, it tests you to see what you're made of, um, and I mean you don't really fail unless you quit. So if you just keep putting in the work, right, and you look for if something hasn't worked, and you look for something new, you look for a different avenue. Um, it can it can failure or, or not succeeding in something can mm. project you in a different direction that you were probably meant for, meant for, you know, this, this, this avenue wasn't, wasn't meant for you project you somewhere else. And you can probably find that you'll, you'll excel. I remember on one of our one-on-one calls, uh, we talked about um, the business, the pivoting in the, in the side hustle business away from affiliate marketing and doing other things. And the, and then I actually, I did like a solo podcast after that because it was so, it was such an important lesson of, like there's a difference between quitting and pivoting. Like if you learn extremely valuable lessons in one business venture and take those lessons and pivot towards another business venture, you haven't quit anything. Like you've mm. leveled up. You've just changed course. Like you've decided this course isn't correct and you've decided to to move. Like has your attitude towards that changed at all? 100%. Yeah, 100%. So it's just, it's all about putting in the work. Um, and if, if it doesn't work, if you're giving it everything and it doesn't work, you should know that if you take that, that work ethic, you take that mentality and put it into something else and you just keep working and keep pivoting, it's going to work. People who are successful 
they say it all the time and it's it's not a lie you know they, they can't all be wrong they can't all be wrong let's talk about australia a little bit okay let's, What's, let's do it. what is what are some things that guys in australia are going through in particular struggling with um i, I guess drinking's a big one mm -hmm. i don't know if that's specific to australia but um it's a, you know a lot of tradesmen a lot of a lot of contractors i mean that's the that's the area that i'm sort of involved in um mm -hmm. and there's a culture of uh finish work go to the pub gamble um yeah i think finances is probably a big one it's very expensive here mm -hmm. um so i think guys would be struggling with that um yeah how how are you um battling that culture of work and then go to the pub afterwards i just don't do it anymore um you used to yeah yep every friday at least mm -hmm. and then what about the guys who are busting your balls how do you deal with that they don't bust my balls they know they know the journey i'm on and like a lot of a lot of my mates as well they're I mean, they're getting older, so they don't probably do it as much either themselves. So that's really mm -hmm. slowed down. But they, they don't, yeah, they don't, they don't bust my balls to do it. Good. Um, that could, that's something that a lot of guys struggle. Yeah, a lot of guys struggle with that with the ball busting and people, um, you know, giving them a hard time, and that alone is enough to peer pressure some guys into going to the pub. Mm. Um. Okay. So, how old are your kids? My daughter is four, turning five, and my son is three. Four and three, that's crazy. Do you find, talk to me about something that a lot of guys struggle with, and that is patience with your kids, losing patience, and the emotional control that's required for that. Like, how has that changed for you? Oh, that's massive. Um, that's, that's a massive, massive part. Um, so I'm not going to say I don't get angry and I don't think anybody doesn't get angry. Yeah, but we all get angry. Yeah, we all get angry. It's about controlling the anger. Um, yeah, it's, and, that's, and that's what I was trying to say before is like the, the reflection. So if I do lose it, if I do get angry, I'm able to identify it very quickly afterwards. Um, first thing I do is apologize to my kids um, and especially with my daughter, cause she's a little bit older. I can see how much she appreciates it and they understand. You think that they're little, but they understand, they understand heaps. It gets hard because I mean, nighttime is when I'm at my most tired. Um, and that's when they're at their most crazy. So <laughs> it takes, it takes, it takes a lot of, a lot of self-control takes a lot mm -hmm. of, um, thinking about your actions, um, and making sure that, you're controlling yourself. It's, it's big. But how do you do it? Because someone might say, yeah, that sounds good. How do you do it? So your kids, you get, you're tired from work. You just want to sit down and watch some TV. And like a puppy dog, that's when your kids start going crazy and fucking with each other and screwing with you. And it's like, how do you control yourself then? Practice. <laughs> a lot of practice. Um, I, I just, I realize that they're starting to upset me. 
So that's the first step is realizing, okay, they're getting crazy. Um, and then just trying to portray as much calmness as possible towards them. Um, yeah, I mean, how I just, like I said, just a lot of practice. Over what, time, what do you do during the day that is helping you practice that? Like the, what is specifically helping you deal with that later? Doing the things you say you're going to do, um, throughout the day, I think helps being calm at night because your head's clear. Um, you're feeling good about yourself, even though you're tired, you're feeling good about yourself. So yeah, you're not, you're not portraying anger from yourself, from other areas onto your kids. So you're probably pissed off at yourself. If you're pissed off at yourself, cause you've done something that you, you know, something wrong or, um, that can easily reflect onto your kids. So when it does come time to be, be calm, um, you've got no control because you're dealing with that internal anger. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like going to the gym helps with controlling your emotions later? I haven't even really thought about that. I, I would more say for me, it's the whole routine. So the whole routine helps with everything else throughout the day. Going to the gym, I, I, I must. I mean, you... You let out a pushing lot of, yourself physically yeah, in the morning. You, you let out, you let out a lot. You let out a lot of, um, stress, anger, you know, you're pushing yourself. You, you know, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know for me, I'm a completely different person after I work out. If I, if I have to skip a workout or I, I miss it, I'm very much more likely to snap at somebody. Like I need to, need to get that all out of myself. Hmm. I think, um, I think, do you think that's because you haven't done what you, what you, you know, what you say you're going to do. Do you think that's part of it? Yeah, or do you I, think it's, I think that's part of it. I think there's a, mm. like two parts of it. I think it's like, I'm disappointed in myself because I haven't done what I'm going to do. And then also just physiologically, like whenever you, the, uh, whatever that stress hormone is, um, cortisol, I think that builds up inside of you. It like literally comes out whenever you're working out. So you can, literally get the stress physically out of your body whenever you whenever you work out so you hmm. actually feel better biologically and then also, then the mental part is having regret that you missed your routine as well so you kind of compounds on yourself whenever you miss your routine that includes a workout what else do you want to tell guys who are um like listening to this who were in a situation you were previously and are thinking about it or, you know, scared to reach out or have been stuck for years? First of all, stop thinking about it. Um, it's the program's proven it's, and especially recently, like the amount of guys coming in and changing their life and killing it. It's, it's really, really rewarding to watch. Um, to see guys making these changes in their life. It's, it's hard. It's, it's never gets easier. I remember you said that to me on my first call. I said something to you, like, I'm looking forward to these things getting easier. It doesn't get easier. We get stronger. <laughs> we get stronger. So just stop thinking about it. Just dig in because I was, I was there. I, I was full of fear. 
full of a fear of failure because I'd never stuck to anything in my life. Um, I, I actually thought that you, <laughs> I remember thinking, is this guy going to scam me when it came to the, when it came to payment time? Um, mm. but yeah, no, it's, it's the program's changing so many guys lives. And once you get in, you, you won't know it until you get in. Um, it takes a lot of work, but it's more rewarding than anything you'll do in your life because it changes every aspect of your life. And then you, after you you're in it and you make these massive changes and you get to do what you're doing. And that is changing other guys' life. Like you're a leader in the group now and you're inspiring and motivating other guys, like getting up at 3am, um, posting videos of your massive arms. Now we got, the, got rid of the skinny fat. Now we got massive, we got like shoulder veins popping out and like getting goddamn shredded. Like then you be, then you become the motivator. You, you, you switch over from the guy who needs motivated, um, to the guy who is motivating other people. And that's what you've done. Yeah. The group is, the, is, the, is a massive part of everything. I mean, it's, it is, it is what it, it is. It's the whole thing. So the, the brotherhood, the group, the group of guys, um, is the biggest part. Um, it, when you see other guys doing well, it helps you do well because you're trying to push yourself. Um, you can always use somebody else to level yourself up. Um, you know, if you see somebody post something that they've done at home with their wife or with their kids, you, sh you should take that and say, you know what, I can probably do this better, you know, or, guys posting their, 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 their meals, you know, you can do that better. It's using the group to level yourself up and it helps heaps. Yeah. Cause you could surround yourself with losers who are sucking at life, or you could surround yourself by people who get up at 3am, go to the gym, clean the house and want to be an amazing husband. Like you, if you're in a group with 70 of those guys and you can just tap in at any moment and just see savage after savage and good man after good man trying to be a good man, you are going to become that. And we all have, like, I remember feeling that way. Like, man, I, at times, like, I just didn't feel like I was a good man. It's like, I need to improve these things. Like, I need to fix myself. I need to be someone I respect, that lighthouse we talk about. And if you put those kind of people in your life, you can change. You're like, 100%. you're living proof of it. I am. And so all the so other proud of you, man. Thank you. Yeah. So proud of you. Insane changes. You made the changes to have 10 men over the past eight, 10 months and still more to come from Joe future, uh, future millionaire ripped savage coming up. <laughs> well, thank you so much, brother. And, um, I'll see you in a couple minutes in the group, my man. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Chris. I appreciate it.